everyone, and thank you for joining us tonight for our Table Talk, Monday Night Table Talk. And tonight is a special edition because it's us ladies. Welcome, ladies, to Monday Night Table Talk. We have Talitha, we have Miss Jamie, we have our beautiful first lady, Giovanna, and we have Monica. All of these are faithful, wonderful, beautiful ladies of Quest Church. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Are you guys excited to be here? Very, very good. Before we begin, um, I want to say a quick prayer, and I also want to pray for our wonderful friend, Miss Sherry Tibbs, lost her mother today, and I couldn't imagine that no matter how old I am, it, I think it'll always be hard to lose a mom. So uh, why don't we go ahead and say a quick prayer for her, and then we'll begin. Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight, and we thank you so much for bringing us together. We thank you for the opportunity to be here and to be able to speak from experience, and we pray, Lord, that you would use us tonight to be able to talk about your blessings. Lord, we pray for Miss Sherry Tibbs and her whole family, Lord, that you would bring them comfort and peace right where they are. Be with her and her family through this season. We thank you for comforting her and being with her tonight. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for what you're going to do tonight. Amen. Amen. You guys, this blessing series has been completely amazing. It sure has. Um, I, have, I have been blessed by the blessing series. And by the way, we're talking about the blessing series because of the blessing book by our pastor, your hubby. Tell us how that's been seeing him. How, how was it seeing him write this book and go through the process of writing this book? First of all, I know you're watching, Ricky, and I'm so proud of you, baby. I can't tell you enough how proud I am that you um, wrote this book during this time. Um, yes. And watching him, you know, he was so dedicated to it. Every morning he was up early, and he says, I've got a word, and I've got to write it down, and that's exactly what he would do. So, you know, during this quarantine, he wrote this book. And what a book to write in the middle of 2020. Yeah, right. It's something I think that we all need. Um, the blessing is uplifting. It's, it's caring. I feel like it's got care for people's hearts behind the words. Yes. Yeah. And I just love that. It's intentionally written. And it's yes. a beautiful book. And it's an easy read. And I know a lot of people get intimidated by buying books. Some people just aren't readers. But I promise you, even if you're not a reader, right. you need to get this book. It's going That's to bless true. your entire life. What have you guys learned from the blessing so far, the series, the blessing at church? Has anything specifically impacted you? Monica, what do you think? Well, I'll, I'll just say the first thing about this book, The Blessing, um, it just made me recognize not to minimize the power of blessings, not just in the matter of receiving, but also giving um, the impact that it makes on people's lives just to know that, you know, there is someone out there that is willing and obedient enough to bless them. And sometimes we always think the blessing means something, you know, financial, and it it's not always amount to that. Blessings are, you know, just a word of kindness. Blessings are encouragement. Blessings are, you know, buying someone lunch or paying for their coffee, whether they appreciate it or not. But um, right, I, I think it just it just brings to my attention, you know, to be intentional about blessing people and receiving, because it's easy for us to do. But sometimes I think on the receiving end, 
we we minimize and saying, oh, I'm I'm not worthy of that, or I'm not qualified for that. You know, I messed up yesterday, so I, the blessing is not for me. But it it just made me really think we have to be intentional and deliberate about it, and not to minimize it. Yes, that's so good. What about what about you, uh, Talitha? Well. Uh, chapter five, the certainty of blessing yes. is really, really huge. I mean, just that word immutability, immutability yes. is huge, you know, and we, we know that God never, never changes, you know, and so it's just, just a bless this book and the way that it breaks down, just the fact that you can have your ups and downs, mm-hmm. you can be what you think is the best version of yourself one yes. day and the next day, you know, something hits you the wrong way and you react in a way that you never thought you'd react, right. but God never changes. That yeah. immutability is huge. I mean, it's, and that, that's really impacted my heart. So good. Yeah. That's so good. I think the positive, it's brought a positive, it's brought positivity in this time. I think we could all use that. And it's been so encouraging, even in services to hear about, People being blessed, seeing yeah. people being blessed, learning how we can change our language in, in, in our family, you know, and things like that. So my favorite chapter so far has been the one we're talking about tonight is oh. the blessing of brokenness. Oh. And I think that we all can have stories and testimonies about that. But I'm so grateful to even learn some new things, you know, and, yeah. and hearing people say, may the favor of God be on your life today. Oh, may you yeah. experience great things today. Yes. That's encouraging. And I promise you, once you start speaking that, yeah. your whole demeanor your whole day can change and so we're all being reminded and or learning ways that we can apply that in our life and I think I'm enjoying that the most it's it's great it's been great can I touch on something um you said Miss Giovanna you said you know it was very um motivating or encouraging for you to see Pastor Rick write during a time such as this and and I think that is so significant and even divine. You know, we, we never think there's blessing in the midst of chaos and turmoil. But yet here we are talking about blessings and then what came about a blessing. And so I, I think that, you know, that that's encouragement for all of us to see that even in the midst of chaos and when things seem like they're out of control, God is actually blessing in the midst of all of that. So for you to bring up and and see that it just, again, illuminated it even more. There's always a blessing in the midst of, you know, chaos and confusion. And that's right. A a baby in a book. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You accomplished that, huh? And it's, it's true. God's original attention or original plan is his final, final decision. Final decision yeah. is one of my favorite verses in the book. And um, that it's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yvonne yeah. said it right now. Blessing is a choice if you wish to take that path. And, and I thought that was really good, Jamie, what you were saying, how it's so good to hear other people say, you know, a blessing upon you and your family. And, um, and I think my dad talked a little bit, not a little bit, a lot of it about there's a, not just a blessing, but there's the blessing and the curse. Right. And something he always taught me growing up is your words frame your world. Yeah. So when you're speaking blessing, you're framing that person's world when you're speaking, so speaking blessing uh, to your children, to your spouse. Mm-hmm. But if you're always speaking words of negativity mm-hmm. and you're speaking down to your husband or to your wife or to your children, you're framing their world. You're framing your own world with um, the curse. And that's what God created us to do was to break that curse yeah. and accept his blessings in our life. So I'm, I'm really hoping and praying that people are grasping that just that concept right there that I can have a blessed life. I do not have to live a cursed life. 
Uh, it's so hard for people to break out of that curse. And a lot of that comes from what we're going to talk about right now is uh, brokenness. Um, so if you guys don't mind, I want to kind of start reading that chapter. If you're following along with us and you have your book at home, and you want to grab it real quick, you can do that. And let's go to chapter 6, um, The Blessing of Brokenness. Brokenness can mean many things. Brokenness is usually a reference to something that is fractured or fragmented. Brokenness is often the result of fault. Brokenness can be a disappointment that comes from a severed relationship or a heartbreak from loss of a loved one. It can be the result of having your hopes shattered if you have ever been really broken and will leave a lasting mark on you. I have been there in my life where I have been so completely and utterly broken, I thought, this is going to be with me forever, and I'm, this, has, this has put me in a box of what I was broken by, and I felt like this is going to live with me forever. It didn't live with me forever, but it definitely caused a scar but you know what great things about scars are? Is when you have a visible scar, people will ask you what the story behind that scar is. Hey, how'd you get that scar? And like it says in this book, in this chapter, your brokenness is meant for a blessing because because of your brokenness and that scar, you have a ministry to talk about. You have something to tell. You can help somebody as soon as they ask about your brokenness. It has always intrigued me that God throughout scripture has connected himself to brokenness. It is if he purposely keeps an eye out for it. I love this verse. Jamie, you want to read on page 21 the verse that it says right there? If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he'll help you catch your breath. Oh, Psalms 34, 18. Have y'all ever felt like you were kicked in the gut by life? Absolutely. Where you just felt... Oh, I don't know if I can come up for, for air from this. Let's talk about that for a second. Can any of you give me something? You don't have to go into detail about it, but how you felt about that. Well, for me, um, in this particular chapter, in this paragraph, one thing that stuck out to me was that brokenness is a result of fault, and sometimes fault Ugh. that you've caused on yourself, right? Yeah. So for me, <clears throat> walking through that, in mm. that valley of brokenness, and and knowing that God was there, knowing that God can make something beautiful out of our mess. Because I remember a particular time in my life, something I did that was my fault, and somebody texting me, actually my older brother, and saying, God is so much God in your brokenness Mm. that he can take what you did, your mistakes, piece it all together because it's always working for your good, and make it look like it was almost intentional. But, you know, he he can put it together so much that you can be beautiful. It can Mm. be a beautiful thing. And so for me, in my experience, out of this chapter, that's what I gathered from that. Mm. And so even reading that that. was bringing healing. And now you can get on the other side of something and say, I can see the beauty in my brokenness. I can see where God was with me. And that was the key is letting you put it back together when you caused it. Even in your own Because like your dad said in this book. Brokenness can be caused by fault of yourself or somebody else, something they've done to you, you know. And so So I'm thankful for that. Yes, so, so good. It says, heart-shaped lives, ready for love, 
Don't for a moment escape God's notice. Right. Psalms 51, 17, God notices every single moment of our brokenness. God is not only close to the brokenness, he, is all, he also will allow it. Sometimes he assists in breaking us. This may sound contradictory to the things you have learned, but I am convinced that God will go to great lengths to get our attention, and he will use our brokenness to get us where he wants us. He loves us that much. Consider David. He was called by God and anointed by the prophet Samuel, yet for much of his life he lived in caves Others who were broken and in distress and debt and discontent gathered to him and shared in his brokenness. It was the caves of brokenness that preceded the castle for for David and the others with him. Isn't that something? How when you're going through a really broken time, sometimes other broken people can be attracted to that brokenness. Right. Well, brokenness creates a common bond. So that's a blessing of brokenness right there in itself. Yes. Um, and we all saw this since September 11th, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody was connected in some way. Um, and we all bonded. Mm-hmm. The whole country. Yes. The whole world did. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's, that's true what it says there. And it can be a good thing and a bad thing. You have to be very careful when you're in your brokenness to allow people true. in your cave Absolutely. and when they're broken, you know. You can't, you can exchange feelings of why you're broken. And yeah, Jamie, just like you said, you can become bitter. You exchange your bitterness and you have to be very careful and be guarded during your brokenness. Consider Joseph. He was in a pit, broken hearted because his brothers had sold him out. He was wrongfully accused in Potiphar's house, which led to his imprisonment before he ever made it to the palace. There's a great revelation located in Luke 9:16. Then he took five loaves and two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed them, he broke them, and he gave the disciples to set before the multitude. Notice the progression. He blessed them, he broke them, and finally he distributed them. He never used it until he broke it, and he never broke it until he blessed it. Let that sink in. He never broke it until he blessed it. If you are one of the fortunate ones to experience brokenness, I encourage you to seek God in it. He is there to be found. Let the lasting impression of your brokenness be that you are in God's hands. He has already spoken the blessing over you to use at a level you have never experienced. Monica, what were you saying about Joseph? Well, that's actually like one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Um, and, and of course, it started well before, you know, his brothers sold yes. him into slavery. You know, the promise that God had over his life, the blessing, so to speak. Um, and, and I'll just say one thing about Joseph. You know, he, he was very aware of what his blessing was. However, um, that wasn't something that was well received by his siblings. Right. And that's one of the reasons why they despised him. And, and sometimes it's, it's very, um, it's important to recognize that, that everyone is not as welcoming or will be comfortable with the blessing or anointing that God has on your life. And so, and I would say it was probably a bit of immaturity, you know, how he shared his dream and his vision, 
but that was part of the plan all along, you know, in that brokenness that he experienced. I mean, imagine your own brother saying, you know, we don't even like you that much and we're going yeah, to sell you Diane. for a little bit You're of not change. Not even worth keeping around. <laughs> not yeah. even worth it, but all for that to come full circle and it be him that actually rescue his brothers yes. and keep them from famine. Isn't that something? If he never went through that brokenness, would he be able to truly welcome and receive his brothers and take care of them? Yeah. That's, good. That's so good because it's so relevant to people now. You know, I've had relationships I thought were going to last forever. And I thought they loved me. And come to find out, they were like good with tossing me to the side, you know, and, and you're just I'm over left, you. Yeah. Yes, pretty much. And you're left there thinking, you know, like I'm bamboozled. Like I didn't see this coming. I thought we were going to be friends forever. And, and it, relationships, it's something how it could just cause so much brokenness in your life. What are you feeling, Talitha, about this chapter? Oh, I, there are several points. And then when, this morning, um, during the overview, there were five takeaways that really, yeah. really hit home. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the takeaways was that brokenness does not necessarily mean weakness. Yes. That's huge. Brokenness um, can mean the the end of self, the end of the end of your own rope, the end of your um, self involvement, um, selfishness, self righteousness. It Good. just means you come to the end of where you can possibly go, and then that's where you find God. Mm. That is where He will. He has promised. He has yes. said that the righteous will experience trial. It's going to happen, but I will be with you. So, um, brokenness is a time to really just become more self-aware of who you really are. And then God can really um, take care of you. And I, for one, um, don't mind being small, if you know what I mean. I I like it. You know, I want to know it. I I want that perspective. I want to know that the creator of the universe who loves me dearly, who has done everything for me, is interested in me. So good. Yes. Intimately. Yes. I want that. And so um, that, that's a big takeaway for me. Yes, and but for it him, doesn't necessarily mean Yeah, and for him to notice you and your brokenness, I mean, that's so good right there that brings strength. And in brokenness, you're right. It doesn't mean you're weak. Mm-hmm. It, it actually, if you allow it, can really bring strength to your soul, to your spirit. Yeah. Um, the product of there's the a certain condition. tree. <laughs> I wish I would have studied about this before I actually talked about it. But it's in California. Uh, my, I don't know why my mind is blank. But when it gets burned, it, it, loves, it loves it, actually. And it does. It grows stronger, and it, it fortifies it, and it strengthens it. And I feel like that's how I want to be so badly. Like, Lord, when you're breaking me down, when I'm going through the fire, I just want to be able to say, okay, I can do this and walk out of that fire and walk out of that brokenness Mm -hmm. feeling stronger than I was before. Mm -hmm. When you've done that, I feel like that is God's intention for you. He wants you to come out stronger. He doesn't want to break you to keep you weak or to keep you feeling defeated. Mm -hmm. He wants you to feel that strength and that you can be an overcomer. Mm -hmm. Giovanna, have you been through anything that has really made you feel like 
okay, I'm really being broken right now, but I'm going to get through this. I, I can walk through this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but in my brokenness, I've developed character, and I've I found my purpose. That's good. Uh, we gain qualities that prepare us for what God, what God has planned for us, um, just like the Israelites did with the burden of the Egyptians. Yeah. They became stronger because of that. So, yeah, I mean, so many good things have come out of my brokenness. Um, me finding your dad and being with him now, my life currently, it's been such a blessing of the church, the people in the church, yes. my extended family, and everything that I've gained because I was once broken. And so yeah. I learned from that. Um, I was studying today that the reason why uh, some of us don't recover so quickly from brokenness is because we have different perspectives of it. And so some people have a worldly perspective of it and some others have more of a spiritual, biblical perspective of it. And so the times when I've really struggled and it was really painful is because I was looking at it with a worldly perspective, yeah, that's yeah. Good. which is very earthly, very, it's a very deep struggle and it's very painful. Yeah. It's not spiritual at all mm-hmm. uh, because you feel there's no way out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, you feel like it's an, an unfortunate side effect of your upbring, upbringing or environment and you're just kind of stuck there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you don't know any better. And so you, we have to start looking at brokenness through a biblical perspective. Yeah, and, good. you know, Ricky's been talking about it through this whole series. And the Bible speaks of brokenness entirely different, as I'm saying. Um, but in the Bible, brokenness is to be pursued mm-hmm. yeah. and not avoided. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't avoid brokenness. Every time I do feel broken, that's the first thing that comes to mind is let me me look at it through through my spiritual perspective. That's so good. I hope you guys are getting encouraged, those that are watching right now. If you're going through a broken series uh, season, we want you to to know that you're going to come out of this stronger. It may seem like forever, but it, it will end. The season will end. I know, like, for example, Justin and I celebrated our 18th anniversary yesterday, and uh, we have such a healthy marriage right now, and we're in such a good season with our family, and um, people say to us quite often, you guys are goals. You guys are goals, and I love that. We want that. We want to be good examples for we want people to want that because that's healthy. That's, yeah. that's a healthy goal, especially young couples. Right. But we always laugh, you know, to ourselves like, well, if they only knew right. what it took to get here, it took a lot of brokenness. I mean, so it, brokenness is not just uh, for, it doesn't just mean you. It could, if you're in a relationship with a, a marriage, it could mean brokenness in your marriage. And you may be going through a broken season. We went through it, and it seemed like it lasted forever. And I didn't know, I honestly didn't know if we would make it at some points. Um, But we did, and we kept, we kept the center, we kept God in the center of our marriage. Like, this is what he wants for us. It's not necessarily about love all the time. I loved him through, I mean, love, love that man. But I didn't always like him, and I think vice versa. He didn't always like me. 
but we both love God and we knew what he wanted for our marriage and it was a goal for us to get there. So we walked through brokenness of marriage. So I want to encourage any married couples that are going through that right now that just stick with it. You can make it. You just got to keep God in the center and read this book. It'll help your marriage. Read it together. Um, And even like parents of children, sometimes you go through brokenness with your children. Mothers go through brokenness, right? Where you're disappointed, but be encouraged. Monica, what do you want to say? You know, when I was reading this the whole time, I I honestly kept thinking about the olive. And and we always say, you know, um, of course it's good to eat. And of course, you know, everybody will use it for different things. But it's really the essence of the olive that, that, you know, has so many purposes and so many uses. But in order to get the essence of that olive out, you have to press it, you have to crush it, you have to break it. But what comes out of it, you know, of course the olive oil and it's used for so many things and it benefits so many things. But of course we think about, you know, we symbolize that as, you know, the anointing. Brokenness will eventually produce an anointing that is going to be useful for God and his glory. But, of course, you have to go through that process. And it's not easy. It's not comfortable. And and if we're really honest, we will say, you know, don't crush me that much. Don't don't break me that much. We have a limitation to our brokenness. (laughs) But we can't. I mean, it means complete surrender, giving up everything. So, I mean... To the point where you think, you know, you just can't push me down any much, any much more, Lord. Yes. Like, this is enough. He'll just say, okay. Right, right. And he's still pressing you, but it's all for him to get the glory out so of your good. life. That is because so One good. thing that Bishop said this morning was, and he had everybody put it in their comments. He said, even though I'm broken, I'm still blessed. Yes. And I think that's so important to yes. remember that in that season that you're still blessed. And another thing he said was the broken seasons of our life is where is built great ministry in our life. Mm-hmm. And when we're broken, it we get broken right before we get used and usefulness. Oh, and like man, for, yes. for everybody's got a story. Like it may produce Everybody another song. It may story. Pr- produce yeah. a beautiful song. It may break down. Yes. Your brokenness can break down pride. Yeah. You know, your brokenness can break out those things in your life and produce something so great. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? So I, I did, just be encouraged. Yes. Even though I'm broken, I'm still blessed. That's and you're right. going to have a story to tell. Your That's ministry right. will come out of your brokenness, yeah. and it's really going to help somebody. Yeah. So be encouraged in your brokenness. Um, Giovanna, you want to ha- say one last thing before we close tonight? Um, <clears throat> yes, just to piggyback on what Jamie was saying, uh, be encouraged. The Bible says, happy and blessed are the poor in spirit and those who uh, mourn. Yes. yes. God gives grace to the, to the humble, which mm-hmm. is favor of God. Um, and that automatically makes me think of what pastor has been saying, the Felix Copa. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, um, you know, it's understanding that the fall or, or even brokenness as having positive outcomes. And so just always think that it, there's always something positive to come out of your brokenness yeah. or out of something yes. that just didn't work out. Yes. Just think positive at all times and um, God's got your back. Yes. God is for you and we want you to know that. He is not looking down on you just like smirking and saying, oh, you know, you're going yeah. through a bad season. Call me when you're done. Yeah. You know, he is there. He is 
He is waiting on you to reach out for him. He is he sees every tear. He's there for the brokenhearted. And if you're brokenhearted tonight or if you're going through a broken season and you feel like, I don't think I can come out of this, just know he is intentional with his plan for you. And he knows that you're going to come out of this and you will have a story to tell that's going to help somebody else. Don't forget to pick up the book, The Blessing. You will be blessed by it. Now, I just want to say thank you to all of these wonderful women for joining us this tonight. We helped all of you that are watching enjoyed it. And we want you to share, 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 because we, need, we know somebody will need to hear this. We love you. And here is Christian. He's going to go through a couple of reminders with you. Thank you again for joining us. Success to you and success to the kingdom of God.